You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, guys, that's a great lead into the next question. Do any of us think we will think of Miami as the best team in the AFC when the season ends? No. Look, come on. <laughs> Look, it's not, it's, it's not that they're not talented. Have I ever walked out of an NFL season thinking a quarterback of the caliber of Tua Tungavaiola leads the best team in the NFL? No. That's disrespectful. No. That's so disrespectful. To who? To Tua. What do you mean to who? <laughs> Well, him and no one else. It's actually a compliment to all the other great quarterbacks that have existed <laughs> on the best teams forever. That's not how compliments work. <laughs> it can be this time. <laughs> Look, it's just the last go go through every year. It doesn't matter. Last year, the best team in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills. They had Josh Allen. He was second runner up for MVP. The year before that, it was the Chiefs. They had Patrick Mahomes. The year before that in the AFC, it was Lamar Jackson's Baltimore Ravens. In the year he won the MVP. It's more likely, Kayla, if you had asked me if we got to the end of the year, could I feel like the Ravens are the best team in the AFC? Yes. Because if you're watching what Lamar Jackson is doing, remember when he won that MVP and we're like, wow, that's a statistical stat line that won't come up again. Well, he's just averaging more yards per game passing, more yards rushing. He leads the Mm -hmm. NFL in passing touchdowns, yards per attempt, rushing yards per attempt. So he's better. That's horrifying. And they're not nearly as hurt. The only thing that I would say is, do they have enough wide receiver weapons if teams start playing Lamar a little bit differently? But he's such a good athlete. He might be one of the few quarterbacks that just dropping everyone back in cover two doesn't impact. Miami's very good. They've got one of the most talented rosters in the NFL. Nick, I can't. Like, at the end of the AFC, there's just no way I'm going to think they're the number one team in the AFC if two is their quarterback. I'm not saying it's wrong, but <laughs> over the last five years of the NFL – we as Chiefs fans have sort of developed this resistance to admitting that any other team is good until they prove it without a doubt. Like Correct. we were doubting yeah. the Bills last year at this time. We were. Probably. We said, oh, let's yeah. see it in the playoffs, Josh Allen. Well, guess what? <laughs> Josh Allen was perfect in the playoffs. So now we finally can admit the Bills are one of those teams. I've been willing to admit that Justin Herbert's really hasn't good. been to a Super Bowl. Done- their team hasn't done jack shit. I'm willing to admit it with Herbert. His talent's just so talent. His talent's so good. It's like if I ignored it, I'd kind of be it. Uh, I'd kind of be an asshole, wouldn't I? I'd be like Cody. No one believes you. We all can watch Justin Herbert play football. <laughs> yeah, but like in back to back weeks, the Dolphins. Yeah. Let me let me just go ahead and I'm going to list off the teams they've beaten. Let me see if these are relevant to you. Let me see if these are teams that you have mentioned in the last. 120 Ten seconds. seconds. <laughs> uh, the Baltimore Ravens and the Buffalo Bills. Those are yeah, the teams the yeah. Dolphins have beaten yeah. the last two mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. But, to okay, to that point, I'm looking at their schedule. I see at least five games that they could fall to. Well, they'll probably lose one that they shouldn't. Here's You know what? You know, here's a conversation we haven't had with Miami yet that could change my... The, the, the only thing that could change my mind. 
of all the teams we talked about, McDermott, um, but you can throw Cincinnati in there depending on if they were to beat Miami for Thursday night football, um, the Chiefs, the Bills, all these teams we've talked about, um, the Ravens. I believe in John Harbaugh. That's part of the reason I'm with the Ravens. I don't have enough evidence in Mike McDaniel, but I'll tell you this. He looks smart. He looks like he knows what he's doing. Wait, you mean like, <laughs> no, mean like just, aesthetically because no, he wears no, glasses? I'm just, and I'm just saying the way he has operated his team, He that game, when you said, how did they beat the Bills? It doesn't make any sense. That was a Bill, Bel- Bill Belichickian way to win a game. You're like, nothing adds up. Um, th- this doesn't track. No one, You shouldn't win this game. There's way too many yards on one side. You didn't have enough. It doesn't make sense. And his team won. And the week before that, they were way behind, and they won that one too. So they're getting themselves in some hot water a little bit, but good coaching will get you out of that. Bad coaching won't. You just lose the game. It doesn't matter. You can get close or come back or whatever, but you'll just lose because you're a bad team that is poorly coached. Um, okay. But it's still let hard me, to imagine. Let me ask you guys something then, because, Cody, you just said you're only in Tonga Vailoa, which is, I think, you are going off aesthetics. You're like, he's a left-handed quarterback. He's kind of short. He's kind of small. I don't believe in that. If Trevor Lawrence were quarterbacking the Miami Dolphins, would you be buying into them right now? Come on, man. So once in a generation quarterback prospect, probably. Hey, Hey, in fairness, this isn't like an old bias. I said coming out of college, I really liked the pick of Tua for Miami because I thought he was one of the most accurate college quarterbacks I could ever remember watching. I was like, boy, it could just be Drew Brees, right? Show up, be accurate, run a really re- – and that's kind of what it feels like he's doing in Mike McDaniel's office. Offense, right? Just, hey, throw throw it to the right guy, and they're super fast and talented. They'll get it there. I just – I don't know. Kayla, which team, I mean, like, when we're loading through these things, it's just hard to imagine, like, those teams. I still think it's Chiefs and Bills. Right there with you. But just to be clear, Cody, you are anti-Tua, and Nick, you are team Tua. I'm team everybody, Kayla. I'm team Tua. I'm team Trevor. I'm team Herbert Allen Mahomes. I'm about uplifting people. Guy What's, just likes okay. greatness. All right, yep. say something yep. nice about Daniel Jones before. Just anything. Anything nice at all. He's big. He's okay. he's that's larger not, than most NFL that's quarterbacks. Not a, if anything, that's an insult. It's, it's, not, a statement of, it's a statement of fact is what it is. That he's just a big person? Yes. Kayla, if somebody helpful. said, you're a big person, does that sound like a compliment to you? Well, I'm a girl, so no. <laughs> You're an NFL quarterback. It's a tremendous compliment. That's right, not, yeah. Like, Rock Osweiler was a big person. That wasn't a compliment to his football playing ability. It's just a comment that they're big. Yeah, but I mean, you, he's got get off the bus size. You know, he gets off the bus. You say, oh, what's that guy's story? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on now. Uh, guys, Chiefs are currently fifth in the NFL in sacks per game with a total of 10. Will this last for reference? The last five years, the ranks have gone as follows. In 2021, we've been 30th. 2020, 19th. 2019, Super Bowl season 11th. 2018, 4th. 2017, 24th. If history tells us anything, if they are 10 or better, this is a Super Bowl-bound team. Because Yeah, I, important because of that, that the year where they were 11th and won the Super Bowl, they were like 22nd for a long time and then found a pass rush and won a Super Bowl. It honestly... It seems incredibly sustainable. This feels like we've been a little bit negative, but this seems this seems very sustainable for them. Which one of their guys are you like, well, he's playing way above his means? Karloftis has zero sacks. Frank Clark has one. Chris Jones has a couple. That would make sense based on his. The only guy you can make the argument for is Dunlap has two and three games, and he probably won't finish with 12. 
but you would assume those would get made up with somebody else. This is a sustainable number. This would this would have them finishing 20 sacks higher than they were last season. That is a huge increase. I I mean, I don't know if it's as simple as finish in the top 10, go to the Super Bowl, but with Patrick Mahomes, it might be. To me, it's like when I think about having an elite defense, I do think about having an elite pass rush, right? If you have a great defense, you either have one of two things. You force a ton of turnovers or you get to the quarterback a lot. Well, they don't do the first thing. <laughs> no, but if you're going to have an elite pass rush, we always like to think about like everybody's chipping in, everybody's helping. But historically speaking, you need to have one dominant player. Chris Jones has looked pretty damn dominant to start this season. It's three games, uh, but he is in a sort of hypothetical contract year. I know he's not actually a free agent after this season, but the Chiefs could save a lot of money by either cutting him or restructuring him. This is a guy who seems like, I mean, in terms of age, in terms of play, he is in the prime of his career. And I know that we sort of think about that flag on Sunday against the Colts and that side of sort of shines over the game. I don't want that to cloud the fact that Chris Jones has looked unbelievable, like the best, like as good as he's ever looked to start this season. So let's just start right there. It turns out being healthy and being in the correct position can go a long <laughs> way. Because this time last year, we were we were frustrated with Chris Jones. Or at the very least, we were frustrated with him trying him at the outside pass rush spot because it wasn't working. Like, I don't think that they would have been way higher on the. They just didn't have another guy. I will always argue that if you're not going to have two 10-sack guys, which is how, Nick, you get to the thing you said, elite, dominant defense. If you're not going to have that, then you need a bunch of, you need like three five-sack guys or two seven-sack guys. And Kayla, I don't, like, you, you gave through all those years. If you go even further back in the Andy Reid time, the only time they rank like top five in sacks is when they had Tom Bahali and Justin Houston. They have Chris Jones. He's a double-digit sack guy. Dunlap is close to that. Okay, so he's not quite a double-digit. Well, Karloftis is better than the second. Karloftis is better than their second-best pass rusher last year. And Dunlap is still ahead of him. And Clark, their second-best pass rusher last year, is now their fourth. That feels like that. That feels like real improvement. I Like when I watch them... Play, Kayla. I don't know if you're a Big Mac for sack guy. Uh, I don't think that applies to you in L.A. I don't think they'll give you the Big Mac for sack in L.A. That oh, might be man. an Aaron Donald. In fairness, that might be an Aaron Donald thing, in which case you I must love McDonald's all the time. You my favorite, my yeah. favorite, uh, my favorite tweet I saw on Sunday was uh, somebody had the picture of Chris Jones standing over <laughs> Matt Ryan and just said, quote, free Big Macs. <laughs> As if that's what he got flagged for. The ref was like, enough is enough. <laughs> you've, you've pitched those Big Macs enough. Is a Big Mac what you go to, Kayla? What's on the menu? Um, guys, I'm a big fast food gal. I try to limit it. I, I get Shake Shack every Sunday. Ooh. Shake Shack's uh, a McDonald's, good one to go McDonald's my go-to is like a double cheeseburger ketchup only. Okay. I actually haven't had it in a really long time. But Are you a, are you a picky eater? This, no. this ketchup only conversation concerned me a little. That maybe- no, I'm a well, ketchup only on cheeseburgers. Person. They go a little too heavy on the little diced onions. And I don't like the diced lettuce either. Give me leaf lettuce or no lettuce at all. I'll say this. Lettuce at any fast food place. Risky proposition. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, wait. It's never. A, it's those and tomatoes. They never have. The, like I'll eat. I'll eat tomato on a burger if it's made at someone's house or at a nice restaurant. But fast food wise. No. I don't know how long that thing's been sitting there. It's never the right texture. It's mushier than it needs to be. It's a poor quality. Fast food tomatoes stink. 
I'm not, I'm not anti-tomato. I'm just anti it in that situation. So you're well, not a picky goes, eater? I was worried. No, I'm not at all. There's only I don't think I've ever had... Really don't eat, but. I don't think I've ever had a Big Mac, guys. Let's have... Next show, let's have you no. eat a Big Mac. No. And give us your... Give us your um, dude, dude, I won't. I oh, won't do are it. You, are you health? Are you super healthy? No, but like <laughs> I... Like, I just don't think I could do that. Why? Is it the bread to meat ratio or is it just the <laughs> idea of consuming? Like it? whenever I see a picture or a commercial of a Big Mac, at no point have I ever been like, mmm, mmm, yummy. But it has the that Thousand Island sauce on it. <laughs> yeah, but I'll just go get a patty melt. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't want a patty melt too. Okay, see that now you've piqued my interest. Get a little rye Are we bread. talking steak and shake? Where's the Frisco melt? Hundred percent, oh, yeah. all day. Big Mac, absolutely not. I won't do it. If I, I lose would... a bet, we can make a bet at some point this year. It's gonna be a long season. I'll probably say something bold, and then you guys can say like, "Okay, you want to bet a Big Mac on it?" That's the only way you're getting me to eat a Big Mac. I gotta lose a bet. Okay, no, I like the idea of forcing. I like the idea of forcing him to eat this Big Mac that he. Yeah, we want your review real. live on the podcast. <laughs> uh, you we know, I guess one. The important part is to get it probably as fresh as possible. I don't think you'd be like, hey, guys, we're going to start about 30 minutes. I just picked up that Big Mac. I feel like there's just almost no way for it to su- succeed under those circumstances. Okay. Something we can all agree on is McDonald's has the best fries. Yes. 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 Okay. Absolutely. Deal. 